Third Degree, the podcast is brought to you by Soccer90.com. Third Degree listeners get 20% off your order when you shop at Soccer90.com with using our code Third Degree at checkout. FC Dallas Gear, U.S. Men's National Team, International Clubs. Soccer90's got it all. Scarves, t-shirts, you name it, they've got it. 20% off. Third Degree is the code. Soccer90.com. Some exclusions do apply. Well, hello there, FC Dallas Curious fans. Welcome to episode 198, 198, just two away from the big 200 of Third Degree, the podcast. Hi, it is me, Peter, tagging along with first, our good bearded friend, Dan Crook. Howdy, Dan. What's going on? Welcome to Very Late Night, Third Degree, the podcast, by the way. Third Degree After Dark. Third degree after dark. We are recording this very late on Thursday, at least late for me. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's late for Buzz because I don't think Buzz goes to bed till like mm. two in the morning. I don't think Buzz goes to bed. That's probably the case. Uh, and speaking of which, there he is. You know him, you love him. Your hero, my hero, everybody's hero. Editor, founder of thirddegree.net, Buzz Carrick. Come in, Buzz. Well, Peter, it is true that I do go to bed late. You're right, usually after 2 a.m., but I know you know that because there are oftentimes in the morning when you try and reach me and I'm not available. That was like this morning? <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I was weird this morning, yeah. dude. The, the kit drop happens uh, at 10 o'clock, yeah. and Buzz is nowhere to be found. Uh, it, the article posted, I scheduled it, it went up. No, yeah. it didn't. It did. It's 10 a.m. Yeah. It did. Yeah, did it? Because I went over there and looked for it, and it didn't load on my ver- on, for whatever reason. Well, it's because you're an Apple guy. That's you know. Oh, you know what it was? I didn't look at the website. I looked at your Twitter account. Yes, I did not have a tweet ready to go. Whack! As I whacked the microphone, I had the article ready to go, and then was going to ah. tweet when I got up, and so that's why it took a while. To- if I had known that, I would have done it for you, sir. Oh yeah, that's. I thought you would see it and do it. Actually, all right. Time I was hoping for. Well, I had a brief moment. Where I was worried you would have passed away in the middle of the night. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been yeah. awful if Buzz dies in the middle of the night on Jersey launch day? Uh, I am old enough that there are people that I knew just do just drop dead, as are you, Peter, frankly. You know, yeah, yeah people sure. you go to school with or whatever, so I, yeah. I don't put it past this, but hopefully not on Kid Not Launch Day. That would, be, yeah. <laughs> that would have been uh, really tragic and really would have sucked all the life and energy out of uh, Kid Launch Day. <laughs> yeah, burn, maybe burn in need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would have given the team an extra thing to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. Pew, pew. Yeah, the the, yeah. the the flames coming out of the sign on the stage would have been extra tall for the opening game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so there's not much going on uh, on the field because we're just a, a week or so away from the beginning of the season. And it is our favorite time of year when MLS starts releasing all of the new kits across the league. And if today... Uh, and part of the reason why we waited to to do the podcast, record it till today, was because today is the day we get our new away FC Dallas kits. And um, much like Dan uh, drew up just a few days ago, we did end up getting the white shirt with the um, F. Not, excuse me, with the uh, Dallas Burn flame vomit repeatedly all <laughs> over it. Yep. And so, uh, Buzz, I'll let you go. Well, no, let's let Dan go first. Dan, yeah. why don't you tell everybody what you think of the new of the new kit? 
Oh, Christ, don't put me on the spot. Come on, um, you're the kit master in this trio, so you get to go first. Everyone that I'd heard from that had seen it said, it's interesting. No one had ever said it was good. No one had ever said it was bad. And that was my first reaction. It's interesting. I think it's a really cool idea, and it's typically crappy execution. Okay. Anything else about it you'd like to discuss? Any of the details? Any, um, anything else we learned from the photos? Like the black shorts, black socks, or the alternate white? And oh, white? Uh, sorry. I thought we were just talking opinions. So, yeah. Uh, no, no, new, no. I'm just asking what you think about all the, of it. The, the pretty standard Adidas uh, 2023 template. One of the most common colors. Uh, well, probably the most common color I've had. The weirdly round, but with an overlap as if it was a V-neck. Um, you know, sporting the whole stripe down the side and the back, red, which is is pretty cool. I just went with black on the mock-up because I figured there's no way they're going to feature that much red, but they actually did. Unfortunately, the flames, uh, you know, in the style of the ones that come out of Islamico's mouth rather than the one on the uh, on the the vomit flame. Yeah, uh, looks. Someone said it looks like a hammerhead shark. Um, and if you look at on on the promo images, uh, the ones where the the flames kind of pointing down, it it really does, and you'll never see it look any different. Um, <laughs> the flames themselves, like the micro details, very cool. They've got these like uh, you know they've got the diagonal lines, but they kind of like gradient in and out. They've got this like interesting little shadow to them. Uh, unfortunately, you know they're they're in that Adidas old gold color they're not in wasabi green like we would have loved to have seen we kind of speculated on that based on the uh the surround of the revised burn horse logo that they've uh, they released that like you said uh having the black option for shorts and socks is very cool that does make it look a little more um 2000s burn i guess albeit i did see a picture of it laid out on a on the field with the camera set kind of far back and like you worried, it kind of looks like not a baby spit up on it, like a full <laughs> grown adult who's just been on a 13 hour bender, absolutely spewed everywhere on it. Yeah. That was my one concern about this design when I heard about it was, is that it would just look like a baby repeatedly spit up on the shirt. And it, it does Kind of look like that from a distance. Uh, but here's the other thing about the black shorts and the black socks. I was really excited because when I saw the photo, whenever we originally saw the photo, uh, that I thought, man, that really is a cool burn, like original burn vibe. And then I was having a conversation with somebody about it this morning when the pictures were officially released. And this person will remain nameless because they didn't want to be tagged as that guy. Uh, but this person pointed out that the burn never wore white shirt with black shorts and black socks. That and, and in fact, when I went and tried to find a photo of like, you know, circa 97, 98, 99 burn, they always wore monochrome white, Buzz. Yeah, there's there's one game where they wore a white jersey with dark shorts. It was at New York in like uh, with black have, shorts. I think it's black. I, I have a picture of it. I'll, I'll try and look as we're having this conversation. It have to be black. They wouldn't have another color back then. Would yeah, they? I don't remember there being a red short that they put it with at that time. And I'll, I'll try and look it up while we're having this conversation. But um, 
yeah, the black and the white shorts and the black socks are, you're, you're right, much better than the white shorts and white socks in this particular case. By the way, if you're wondering why it's not wasabi green, that was blocked by Adidas. Um, you know, the club was interested in more of a wasabi color, and they didn't get that, you know, option from Adidas. So um, I do think the one that uh, Dan and I brainstormed, that Dan actually did the design work on, the execution on, with the bigger flings, I think it actually looked better. But, um, you know, that's almost always the case where, you know, for whatever reason, Adidas's, you know, shenanigans with the club process, and uh, you end up with something that's not quite as good as the mock-ups that we can come up with. I do like that there's a red trim at the top of the sock, whichever sock it is. That's nice. I really like the red trim down the bottom and the red trim that's across the bottom of the shorts. Those little pots like that, I think, can make it look much better than if it was just monochrome kind of color. So I don't like that they went away from the powder blue, but I do really like the burn throwback conceptions. I think, you know, because right around the pandemic, they had those burn um, throwback uh, stuff that they sold. I think the success of that really lent them to go this direction of doing a burden. And all that stuff uh, was so loud and garish too. It was, but it was like, it was very close to the actual original colors, you know? So, uh, it, you have, we, we liked that stuff at the time and it sold really well. Uh, and you know, it, it's hard to knock them for attempting this. And I think it's actually, well, it's not pristine top tier execution, it's still a pretty good execution, I think. I, I, I think it's pretty good overall, even if it's not quite as good as the one you know that w we thought was we did. Hmm. What was the general reaction that you guys saw today from the fan base or in the Discord? Uh, basically, that same general idea that you know people, a lot of people do like it. I think they like it well enough to buy it i think it's gonna be i don't think it'll be as popular as the blue one there seems to be an overall positive response i think the uh, the odd response was across the board they like the one that we did better but that doesn't mean that the one they did wasn't isn't still good enough that they'll buy it it is interesting that right now they only have the authentics available they don't have the replicas so you're kind of stuck buying the fancy one if you want one mm -hmm. you know th but that's a supply chain issue and not something i think you can blame the club for it's just kind of what happened but, and this is where uh, Dan's expertise is going to come into play. Dan, can you explain to everybody what we what the difference between the authentic and the replica is going to end up being? So it it gets a little bit worse every year, unfortunately. Um, previously, it's been kind of premium elements. So the the rubberized. Uh, FC Dallas logo uh, being replaced by like a stitched one. Uh, now it is like the burn horse isn't on the back of the collar on the replica. Um, the red trim around the collar doesn't exist on it. The wait, the burn horse head uh, Islamico is not on the replica. Nope. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, sorry, uh, Dan. I may interrupt. There's those black panels that kind of come out of the back of the arms um, on the authentic. They're missing on the replica. Uh, the Lamar, oh no, the Lamar hunt patches there. Uh, what else? The uh, obviously the, the Adidas authentics logos aren't there. Um, the the flames, weirdly, from the images um, that have been released, are a lighter shade of baby vomit. Beige. <laughs> is it not gold? I always it's, assume this color was so gold. It is. It's it's old gold, that kind of like yeah. you know, dirty gold. Um but 
it's got these little white diagonal lines, kind of like I'd done in the uh, in the mock-up we did. But they're a little bit thicker, and then they kind of fade. Um, so, like, from a distance, they look like that linen color, like uh, United had an away kit in, like, uh, LA's right. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the baby vomit color. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, one thing, uh, I, I think one thing that's uh, stuck out to me is the price of those jerseys creeping up every year. Uh, the cost of the authentic this year is 150 if you buy it from FC Dallas. If you buy it from MLS, it's 160 uh, to get cow. a name set on it, it's $195. And did I see somewhere that the uh, the sponsor badging is optional too? Uh, they've been doing that for a few years now, since the 2020 season when they had those 25th anniversary patches. Um, oh, that's just the patches on the arm. I thought when I saw somebody say it, they meant like the, the children's hospital stuff, the, the main shirt sponsor is optional. Oh, no, it's, it's the MLS badge, Apple TV, and then the AdvoCare on the ah. other sleeve. Okay. All right. So, Peter, I found the white jersey with black shorts game. It's, I it's, saw that. Yeah, against the Metro Stars at the Metro Stars, uh, September 19th, 1997. That's the one game that they did that. Oh, it was and, Red Sox. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And there's Giovanni. Um, wait, no, who is that for Metro? That's Savarese. Sav- that is yeah. Savarese. Yeah. And they're wearing the classic uh, red and black vertical Metro Star shirt with the white shorts and white socks. Yeah. And that is not Eric Day. That is... That's Washington, I believe. Dante Washington. No, not... I don't I don't think it is. There was a... Uh, no, I don't think that's Dante. Might be I, Eric. Uh, I'll have to think about it for a few minutes. But anyway, um, they're wearing the white uh, shirt, pinstripe. With the big horse on the center with the black shorts that also has the red and white stripe at the bottom with red socks. That's a yeah. good look. It That's a look. great matchup in a game, by the way. Yeah. Everything's uh, uh, contrasting to each other. I dig that. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, so it's fascinating. So how much is the replica shirt? Dan, If I'm sorry if you didn't already say that. Uh, the replica this year is going to be $90 again. Wow. Good Lord. And did I see somewhere they're actually selling the shorts too? 60 bucks for the black shorts. 60 bucks? Code3degree.net. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Are they selling <laughs> the white ones? Uh, I've only seen the black ones for sale. I wonder. So I'm trying to think through uh, kit assignments how often we're going to get the preferable or preferable white, black black versus white 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 or will we get white black white we, we might the they've talked about this kit this white with the black shorts will be worn at home some so you'll get that mix for sure we'll see it and then there's there seems to be based on the pictures i've been trying to look through the rest of the league there seems to be a more often teams are wearing mismatched top bottoms this year the the, the high the percentage is going up of teams that are willing to do that so there's possible you'll see some instances where you'll your home team will be like Portland occasionally does, for example, green with white shorts. You know, they do that from time yeah. to time. So mm-hmm. there, there, there are more teams that have that combination. So on the road, you'll probably be maybe 60% the all-white look, but you're going to see the black shorts when preferred, when they can wear it. You know, if you're playing against a light-colored team, like a yellow team perhaps, you know, and certainly at home you will, you know, so it'll just depend. I challenge him to consider wearing the white shirt, black shorts, and red socks. Yeah, that's the look. Yeah, that would be sweet. Are red socks, their home 
sock or are they wearing navy socks with that kit? The default's blue because of the blue shorts go into the blue socks kind of. So it's like top half red, bottom half blue kind of. But um, it can also change from season to season, I feel yeah. like. It's, mm. it's not really something they've locked in. But usually at home, it's blue shorts, blue socks. All right. So, Dan, what uh, letter grade do you give the new burn baby burn kit? Uh, the let's go with a, a C. It's possible. Okay. Would you get like just to put a, a comparison on what is the home kit for you, letter grade wise? B. Okay. Buzz. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a little better than a C. I think it's a B. I think this is a solid jersey. You know, I it's not. Uh, again, the flame execution I think could have been a little bit better, but I think all the rest of it kind of put together works. I th- the fact that it's not like just white, white, that it's kind of a little bit of a more cream color and the black shorts and socks, I think make it a more okay, winner. That's a great question. So it is not a, it is the shirt itself is a, a an off white. That's what they say in the, in the materials. They mentioned it's kind of a cream color, but like, you know, where you define it as being white versus cream is could kind of fall in a large spectrum. It's not like bleached white, white. Yeah, you I know keep, what I mean? You know, the, the problem with all these league photos of their shirts is they keep filtering them yeah. in colors and stuff. And you can't, but because uh, I've seen pictures of the shirt and it looks like a white shirt with gold uh, flame vomit on it, vomit flames on it. And then I've seen some where it does look like it's almost like an off-white color or you know and i yeah. can't figure out what it is and i'm sure some people have seen it in person and they can definitively tell you which one it is but i'm guessing it's white probably so i just don't think it's not it's not quite like a really bright pristine white i think it's just so slightly muted mm-hmm. i mean like if you go to a paint store there's like a hundred whites right so i mean which one it is is kind of yes hard to say and they fart and monochromed the damn badge and that pissed me off i'm not happy about that no, I know you're not a big fan of that. <laughs> it was the best part was when you realized it. Well, I was so bit bu- yeah, I was so busy uh, trying to just uh, you know wrap my brain around the design when we first saw it. Uh, yeah, I, and then I was like, oh wait a second, that's what's really wrong with it. It's got the monochrome badge. Yeah. By the way, I I feel like the three of us really deserve some credit in the front office. Uh, should uh, make sure that they take note of the fact that we had every opportunity in the world to release the shirt early because we all found out that they had accidentally posted a link. You know that DallasBurn.net site that yeah, the club launched the other day? Well, hidden in the source code was a link to the image that they didn't hide in the source code. And we could have put it out there because it was on their website. But we held off because we are good citizens, right, Buzz? Well, considering the amount of people that sent that link to you and me, I can't believe that somebody else didn't put it out. I really was amazed that they made it to the embargo without it getting leaked. Yeah, why uh, Why did that DallasBurn.net website go away all of a sudden? I believe that was a league approval thing. You know, oh. MLS is getting nuts, I think, is the word I heard on the street. Mm, did they uh, try to... Uh, ask for forgiveness instead of permission kind of thing? Probably. I mean, I think that's super stupid that that anyone would care, but, you know, I mean, it's a silly little site with nothing on it that really matters. I I don't know why anyone would be upset by it, you know, because I thought it was kind of clever, you know, to go with the branding. By the way, for me, on on the monogram logo, what I would have liked to have seen was just turn the logo into burn colors, basically by turning the blue to black, then you would have kept the red and the black, and then it would have worked. Yeah, that would have been a good idea, too. Well, missed opportunities. Uh, There are several of them there. Um, Okay, so uh, while it is kit day, we might as well just kind of burn through and talk about what? 
Burn through. Burn. Oh, b- oh, I get it. <laughs> you want to do a real quick North Texas Soccer Club? Did you see the North that one came out? Yeah. Kid also, don't care. So no, I mean, I it's not that I don't care. It's just that I I, I do. Find it's so weird. Like I I do wonder the branding thought. Like I'm, there's something going on you between there the, is branding for. Well, okay, well stick with me here for a minute. Yeah, something's going on because they now over the course of two seasons have clearly and purposely and and I have to assume thoughtfully created kit designs that somewhat mimic yep. the two clubs. They've aligned them, yes. Which yeah. was completely what they were trying not to do when they started this thing. Yeah, they're stuck using templates, which doesn't help, but um, you're right. They used to have their own unique brand uh, in colors, in the sense of a color scheme and a, and a jersey kit design pattern. They've definitely thrown those out. And they've, like, last year when they moved to MLS Next Pro, they've gone, they've aligned the kits to be in line with the, or more in line with the first team and MLS Next Pro. Now, I assume. And this is just 100% assumption on my part that somebody at MLS basically told them that they want things to be more in line with the parent club because it is MLS Next Pro to lean into that it's MLS. That's that's my guess. Because I don't know why you would bite the hand. Like they set this thing up, remember? The whole idea was Western half of the DFW have its own sort of identity, right? And now you're cr- crushing that identity. So I don't, I don't really get it, but... That's something I can think of because otherwise I don't know why you would betray that idea really like three seasons in all of a sudden now we're throwing that out. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, there's photos of it everywhere. It it essentially is a white shirt with the same gold color that the flame vomit is on the new FC Dallas shirt. It's kind of a, and this is the part that's even more maddening. It's quasi hoops. Yeah. uh, With kind of a stylized streak instead of a solid line. So I like it. I think it looks good. No, it's all right. You know, it's just, it, if in it's fact I was watching, they they sent some B roll and they had the two shirts up on stage at their event tonight, uh, the two North Texas shirts, and it's weird if you glance at them very quickly, you think they're the two FC Dallas shirts. <laughs> yeah, if you're not paying close enough attention, so uh, that's out there too. So uh, all right, so let's. I just kind of wanted to run through the other MLS kits because you know all each team got a new kit, and some of the new designs I think are really interesting. Some of them are. Um, you know, crappy or boring or whatever, but uh, there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about here. And the one that I want to talk about first is the one that just frustrates me to no end because I'm, I, I, I will never get over the fact that sporting Kansas city was able to just walk over uh, to the, the curb in front of FC Dallas house and pick up the hoop design and walk off of it. When Dallas put it out for bulk trash, one day and decided to use this perfectly good design for themselves. And they've had huge success with it because now they've got another really sweet looking hoops kit. Uh, and I'm just livid that that isn't Dallas's design. Yeah. That's one of the things I said about the hoops idea when I first suggested it in the first place was that you could own that pattern. No one in the league had done it yet. And if you took it and owned it, then no one else would be able to do it without basically being a ripoff. And they managed to have fumbled that away. And you're right. The, the new Sporting Kansas City kit is not a f- complete fat hoop. It's a more something along the lines of the pen hoop like the burn actually used to have. It's not a pinstripe thin, but it's definitely like a much thinner. But it's great. It's a really nice jersey. Uh, it's not overly complicated. Kansas City now, since they went with a sporting brand, year after year after year, they just have phenomenal kits. And they don't do hoops every time, but they've definitely done it a bunch of times, and they always look really good. They're always much better than the Dallas ones. 
Well, the hoop design is now Kansas City's. It's not Dallas's yeah. anymore. Yeah, I know. Except that they, everyone still calls Dallas hoops all the time. But you know, they they basically have let that they've dropped the ball on that. Dallas has on the Kansas City right. It's picked it up and they've made it part of their branding. That and the little uh, Argyle Diamond things. But you know. Hey, Dan, I was going to ask you this from a technical standpoint, from the way these jerseys are built and why, uh, because all of these designs that have come out uh, would not, in my opinion, impede the ability to see the fonts of the numbers and the letters on the back. But all of these shirts that have any kind of pattern, the pattern start stops abruptly at the shoulder line and on the side, and you end up with a blank, whatever the color is, panel on the back. And I'm wondering... It, it, why is is that a technical reason in the design and construction of the shirts for this, or is that simply a Concacaf law, or uh, you know, or what? Why can't they put the design underneath the fonts? Um, it's partly MLS and partly Adidas. Adidas doesn't do it for anyone. Um, I can't think of one of their jerseys uh, recently that's had design on the back. Uh, you know, even the Toronto one that's just too slightly different Half panels uh, right yeah well it's, it's uh they're having hoops this year oh that's, oh, that's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um but there's gonna be two two shades of uh gray with uh with a little red pin hoop in it and you know you gotta think it's gonna be a white number and the the white logos on the front are very very visible there's no real reason that you you couldn't have that on the back but uh yeah i I mean, they did it with Mexico's jerseys as well uh, for the World Cup. It just seems um, everything that has has any and sorry anything the design stops on the back now. It's kind of the norm in soccer. Uh, actually, UEFA tried to buck the trend. I think it was UEFA that uh, are now insisting like if you have hoops or halves and stuff like the for Champions League, the uh, design's supposed to continue onto the back now, but. Hmm. Now they're having to go back and forth with manufacturers being willing to do that. All right. Well, I just wanted to start with that one because it makes me the most nuts because it does feel like yeah. Dallas needlessly threw away a perfectly good design. I guess they assume nobody would ever pick it up and run with it, but Kansas City successfully did. Uh, I guess yeah. the easiest way to do this is just go through them alphabetically maybe. Sure. So Atlanta goes back to the five hoop or five stripe design. Any comments, good, bad, or indifferent on that one? I mean, I see two black stripes. I don't know where they get it's the five from. Because the other three are red. Dan, stop, <laughs> stop ruining my bits with facts. They, uh, th this it's a red jersey with two black stripes on it. I don't if know. you put this side by side with their uh, first season jersey, the only difference is that they swapped the red and the black on the front panel. The sleeves are the same. The collar's pretty much the really? same. The trim's all the same. Yeah. It's and more it red. A, and it also has a star on it. Hmm. Yeah, that and then the little bits of trim on the back. Uh, but yeah, if you uh, if you happen to own a 2017 Atlanta United jersey, save yourself $150. Or $160, sorry. There's a pro tip from Dan Crook. Uh, next up, the kids from down south, Austin with their uh, very modern take on a <laughs> black and green design here. Uh, I, I think the obvious low-hanging fruit is TV pattern. Yeah, I don't like this one at all. I mean, I, and, and it has nothing to do with Austin. It's just like the way it like, reminds me of the Barcelona kid I hated where the lines don't line up and they're all jaggedy. I hate that. It's terrible. That at least made sense. This is just, 
This looks like one of those mashup in a Milan kits to show like the kit history since Nike have been making the kits, except it's with a team that's had one kit. It reminds me of when your dad wants to wrap a Christmas present with all the leftover little pieces of Christmas <laughs> wrapping and you get like eight different patterns. That's what it looks like to me. I feel sorry for, for Austin fans because Why? this is objectively kit, man, yeah. one of the worst kits in MLS history. Yeah, I, th- I think it's horrible. Hmm. Okay. Like any know. any I, pseudo rivalry or whatever aside, I, I, I feel bad for anyone that's like, oh man, I was looking forward to buying a new jersey this year. I the the one thing of note that I will take away from this and I will I will celebrate because it has driven me nuts for the last two seasons or however long they had the previous one. Yeah, it's two seasons. Green. Is that it's actually green. Yes, yeah, that it's enough. not a black panel on the back. And I think it's good that they're wearing a green, a majority green, since they're always think, you know, uh, cramming verde down everybody's throat all the time. It's nice that they're not actually a negro-colored jersey majority. So there. A, I think one of the things that's upset Austin fans is now that they now can't wear a green goalkeeper jersey at home. <laughs> that's a good point i still am bothered by the fact that when you put their away jersey which is that soft mint green next to this it's still too close they're t- they're still yeah. too close to each other in color uh but that's just my opinion all right uh let's go to montreal i don't know yeah uh, why is montreal next in this list that's weird um oh because maybe it's montreal club, club it def- no it's so- it's Club Montreal never actually unveiled theirs. Have uh, they not done theirs yet? So, oh, that's right. It's got some sort of indigenous language, yep. and somebody yes. called them out on it, and now they're scrambling to figure out if so what they've done is not even gonna... on the MLS schedule for the releases. Oh, like wow. they are. They're going to start the season in their away kit. Do we know what the language is, or what what it says, or what language it is in? No. Has anybody found that out yet? I mean, if they did, they'd say it in French. So yeah. All right. Charlotte got a new away shirt, and it is it it looks like the color of a Kool Aid drink that I used to consume back in the day. It has by wife energy, which is a wonderful thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's the uh, wait a second. It has what by wife energy. What is that? It's a. Thing about uh, people whose wives are bisexual. Oh. Um, so, I'm alluding to the fact that the the blue and the pink, the shades are actually the colors of the uh, bisexual pride flag. And if you look really, really closely on the collar and the sleeve cuffs, that's pretty much what the flag is. Okay. Oh, you're right. Like I know what I'm talking. I mean, it's about. missing like the little. I think there's a bit of white trim, and it does have little. It does have little uh, queen-looking crowns in well, sublimated. Yeah, the Queen City. Yeah, I sense. know. All right. Yeah, what right. I like. What I like about this one is that their home kit is kind of the Arsenal, you know, center color white sleeves bit, but it's blue. But it's not like powder blue. I mean, it's it's not, it's Carolina blue. It's Carolina blue. So like that's not like super soft Carolina blue either. So it's like both of those jerseys are not particularly light colored. So I, that's I applaud that the fact that there's not one of them's not white, you know. I, I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit surprised to see the the colors they went with. Just uh, not the not so much like the the pink, but purple with like a light blue is Orlando Pride. That's yeah. their that's their oh, color that's scheme right. to a yeah. T. 
I will say this: the I don't know what Alley is, A L L Y, their shirt sponsor, it's but a that's bank. a oh, it is. It's a kick-ass uh, shirt sponsor logo. It works. Yeah, great it's a nice logo. Yeah, yeah, it fills it up nicely. It's not too big. It's not too small, but it looks good on there. Um, all right, so the next up are the Colorado Rapids, and this is a much. I think this shirt is very controversial, but I'll say I think I kind of dig it. I don't think it's terrible um, uh, in any it. way. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good-looking shirt, and I really like the fact that it's this kind of like blue theme, but they've injected a little color here and there. There's some red on the collars, and then there's this yellow piece that runs down the side and at the base. Yeah, I, I could care less about the, uh, the street artist and the story behind it. I just think it looks cool. Yeah. I think it's a good-looking shirt. I hate it. It's a gimmick. You're a gimmick. Well, I am okay. A gimmick. Okay. Now hold on a sec. <laughs> I think this is this is a good bit uh, because we d typically don't like gimmick shirts, and but Buzz, you like the burn baby burn shirt, and that's totally a gimmick. No, this is this reminds me of like, um, I I don't have a good example of what maybe it reminds me of the. Um, the Dallas uh, Starry Night kit, in the sense of like you're trying to do some artistic shenanigans, and you end that up with like just a like third so, grader made that shirt. Yeah, so this this to me looks like a kid color. The difference is the execution. Like this actually looks kind of cool. That just looked like shit. Yeah, I, you know, no, I just don't. I don't dig it. Right. So, uh, to me, it looks like it's like a. Let's remember, know. everybody. Opinions are like assholes. We all yeah. have them, and we all are them. Yeah. All right, next up, the crew get a new black away jersey, and this is uh, black with a, a, I think, is this white or silver? I can't tell from this photo if the if the silver. design, is it is silver? Silver, yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. It's, I, I don't hate branding. it, I don't love they're, it. They're branding a late spin, that whole triangle, some of them missing yeah. thing. It's on the home jersey. It's, yeah, I mean, if you're going to do plain black, uh, they've at least done something different with it. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not terrible. I hope they wear it with yellow shorts sometimes. Uh, next up, and this is maybe the nuttiest of all the shirts, the Fire got a new Away shirt. And Dan, you are absolutely right. If they don't get a sponsor that fills this big empty white spot, this is going to be the clowniest looking thing of the entire season. If they get the right sponsor to fill it, I don't think this, I think this shirt could possibly work. I kind of like it. This When they had the Valspar sponsorship, that's what I need now with that whole pop of color in it. Yeah. I don't like That'd the centered like logo, though. Oh, yeah, I never noticed that. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. a great logo, though. This new logo for them, I think, is fantastic. Think yeah, really and maybe, good. yeah, okay. Uh, what do you think of the shirt, Buzz? Again, this is too gimmicky for me. Uh, I, I, I like a centered logo or centered jersey number on the front when you don't have a sponsor. I mm -hmm. think that logo is really good. The positive is that this shirt has the colors in their logo. That's good. I just don't like these arrowy things. This is too gimmicky for me. This looks like, you know, a clown show. Okay. So. FC Cincinnati has decided to follow the U.S. men's national team into its own version of the Monica Lewinsky dress jersey. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Mark Oy. tape. Yeah. And it's blue, too. So yeah. <laughs> and it's blue, yeah. too. <laughs> I like the pop of orange in the detail on the sleeves. I do dig that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's on uh, point with their design style. I'll give them that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now I've just rolled past uh, the new FC Dallas shirt, and uh, it really does not stand out 
amongst the ones that I've looked at already. I mean, it fades uh, into the background of uh, of the white of the page. It does. It really, really does. Um, yeah, I think more than more than ten feet away, it's a white shirt. So. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? It is. It is funny. After all these years, it is kind of depressing that the fact that you look at this shirt and you see the black collar with the red trim and the and the red details, and you're if you were to look at this very quickly, you would think it is DC United's away shirt. Yeah. 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 Except for the flat flame part, but yeah. Well, even yeah, whatever. But if you just yeah, just because that that's become their identity is that yeah. black and that black and red. Hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking of uh, DC United, I think we talked about this last week. They got their long-awaited cherry blossom jersey. I think we all agreed this was okay. Not 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 to the degree we wanted it to be, but. What was our? Decision I, I think it's on this? really good. Except I wish the cuffs were red so that it still looked like a DC shirt. Rather than like oh, I, I, I wanted it, yeah, I wanted it to be a DC shirt with pink flowers on it. DC shirts, as you just said, is white with black and red trim, right? I, so that's why this looks like a Miami that, shirt. Uh, yeah, I would worry that the red trim would clash too much with the pink. But my okay. biggest criticism of this shirt is I just don't think the pink of the cherry blossoms stands out enough. I'll have to see it when you. I have to see it in person. I, I just, I, one thing that struck me as weird, and I only noticed it. Uh, within the last hour uh the branches of the the cherry blossom tree are solid but then the cherry blossom like the blossoms themselves have those little diagonal lines it's kind of weird i mean i guess it kind of highlights the the branches darker it's a cool detail when you see it up close but yeah i, I know I, buzz is all about the macro not the micro yeah and that's exactly what that is yeah from yeah. a distance that's gonna the- look like a white shirt the design element to this that I wish that they had applied to Dallas's shirt is I is is in, is I like the idea of this being off center and not symmetrical and coming off from one side and I almost wish much like you did Dan in your design that you built up for Buzz except what I would have preferred differently is a single oversized flame that sits in the background almost like a watermark coming off from one side and the best analogy i can make is like the old minnesota united loons wing jersey design that i loved so much except now in that case it was like a black wing on a blue shirt so it was very obvious i think in dallas's case if it had just been more subtle i think that would have looked really really cool yeah great i i just don't like the i just don't I, I I don't like the fact that the the design looks like wallpaper. It looks like 1975 wallpaper. Hmm. Do you because remember it, uh, um, the 98 World Cup? I think it was. Um, Japan had like their regular samurai blue, um, but it had like yes, had those flames that went up the sleeves. I actually Just, own like, I actually own that shirt. Oh, it's okay. my favorite. It's my favorite jersey of all time. So just one big flame. Yep. Up both sides. Yes. I'm uh, yes. Like completely to... vertical, and then that's just it. Just comes out of that trim. Yeah, that's a, such a sweet shirt. Well, I don't remember that. So share that one. I'll, no, I'll... no, I'm, I'm saying like that for the FC Dallas instead. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, was... it's a similar style of the flames to the Japan jersey. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look for it here. Show me later. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful shirt. And I, every once in a while I break it out. Um, 
Uh, anyway, I will talk about Maybe I'll send you a yeah. picture here in a little bit. All right, sure. next up, let's see. Oh, the Dynamo. And I got to say, I think this is a very good shirt. I know I don't like the Dynamo any more than anybody else, but I think this is a good shirt. And I got to say, this orange is, if, if you got to have an orange team, this orange kicks ass. Yeah, this is actually really good execution. I'm with you. Like Again, we don't like Houston, right? But this shirt is quality. I particularly like that the little... If you if you look closely at the little check of of varying colors of orange, the Eight hexagon bit. the hexagon is in there. The hexagon pattern is in that pattern. Yeah. So it's really well done. This shirt. I mean, listen. The, the problem is, is they didn't put white shorts with it. They kept orange shorts, and the solid orange is is like an eye searing too much. It yeah. really needs white shorts to break it up. But they, the jersey itself didn't is. They do black shorts with it. The picture I saw was in of Hector Herrera was in orange shorts, but I could I could be wrong. Oh. I'll try I know media that. day they had someone in in black shorts, so maybe they maybe they like Dallas. They've got both options. Yeah, probably. Um, All right. Next up, yeah. Miami got a uh, black shirt with pink trim. It's got and some, hoops, and yeah, it does have like a sublimated weirdo. I can't tell what color that is. Is it just offsite uh, uh, or off color black? Black on black. Yeah. Black it's on black. Just shiny. Yeah, yeah just kind of wavy design. Uh, the Galaxy popped out tonight their new away jersey, and it is uh, green and yellow and very Hispanic in its heritage. Yeah, it's got the Mexico flavor, and it's got their – that you remember they were green and yellow in the beginning. Right. The Galaxy was before they Beckhamed. So, I mean, it's a throwback to that, I'm sure they would say. And it does have a little flag on it, which I think is well, something related to Mexico or something. No, it's it's the city of Los Angeles. That's oh. the flag of it. That's what the oh, color you're is. Right, That's it the is. flag on the back of oh, it. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. It's got that yeah, the same color theory oh. that was or colorway that was running in their original shirt, which is the green, red, and yellow color uh and it, yeah. that's around the neck it's a good looking shirt well I mean, you know why they've done that then of course because it's city of los angeles flag because they're you know that's the whole thing they're not in los angeles right so <laughs> the lafc blasts them all the time so they're like oh here look here's our la city shirt so it's great yeah. so, it's a good thing that uh fc dallas did the same with its uh cotton bow inspired shirt yeah today yeah all right, Dan, now you mentioned uh, uh, baby spit-up color, the new LAFC away shirt. If I'm guessing, now again, I haven't seen it in person, but in these photos, it definitely has baby puke so, vibes uh, to it. The, the colors, I think, are called, it's something lime and tent green. Uh, I mean, they're, they're calling it, I think, the smoke screen jersey because that's a sublimated pattern on it. It's it looks like it's been in the smoker's home. Like a home <laughs> for smokers that all do three packs a day. Yeah, it's awful. This is an awful jersey. Yeah. So, so quick. I saw story. Kellen uh, posting about it on Facebook earlier, and I just I, I wanted he, to put a comment he crap just on saying, it too. No, no. I was saying, like, oh, you know, new threats for the new season, and this. And I just wanted to put a comment saying, yeah, condolences on that one. But enjoyed the championship star. That reminds me that most of the pictures of the Austin guys in their kit, they none of them have like a smile or an excited look on their face. It's like, how do you tell me your kit sucks without telling me your kit sucks? Hey, the other thing I just noticed is that the crest for the team is different on this shirt. LAFC? It's just, yeah, it's, just it's not the, LA, the badge. Yeah. It's just yeah. the, it's the center part of the icon. Second, it's your secondary logo, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. And there's that damn star. God damn it. Be nice. God, that hurts. Someday. All right, Minnesota is getting... Oh, they don't have anything out yet, do they? This gets released 
tomorrow. T- tomorrow? Today, okay. if you're listening on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh. But it's supposed to have the Northern Lights in it somehow. Oh, oh that'll, that'll maybe be bring nice. back the color. They've been gray and white for so long. And Nashville got a black. Wow, that is black. The, the Johnny Cash one. Good Lord, that is. That's black on black oh, on I'm black. I'm not seeing that one. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, it's got, uh, I mean, same as the Jimi Hendrix one that uh, Seattle did a couple of years ago. It's got Johnny Cash's signature on the back of the collar. I feel, and it's just black on black on black. I feel mm. bad for their uh, jersey sponsor that paid all that money for a jersey sponsorship and you can't see the, the logo on the shirt. I mean, shout out Johnny Cash. I mean, I love Johnny Cash, but that's, yeah, that's but, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I might buy one that one just because of Johnny Cash. Well, that will get released on Saturday, so maybe the pictures will... Uh, the, oh, is that is that not officially out yet? No, that's okay. uh, that's going to be one of the last releases. Okay, mm. and then uh, today we also saw the new uh, New England shirt, which is the red funk sash. They they do, they've done that before. It's kind of the, so credit to them for keeping that branding because that's not a, not a new thing. That, well, since that it's in their logo, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. the sash. Yeah, I do like the new logo. By the way, hey, listen, I'm always a shout out for teams that have a consistent branding. So good for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and How dare NYC they with the Los Angeles Galaxy sash. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, as a former resident of New York City, I dig the mosaic uh, pattern in the background with the logo. I think that's a good look on their new I have home kit. One problem with it. Okay. I don't like that the. Uh, I wish that the the little tiles that go around the uh, NYC oh. were the same. Uh, well, I wish the the main. I don't the tiles that are on like the sleeves and the top and the bottom I wish they yeah. were all the same size it just well I would you tell know, you the reason bit... yeah but you understand because they're the the little tiles make the design of the n the n and the y in the background of the shirt and that is very consistent with subway mosaics yeah that's what I was gonna say is I really like this gimmick because it is the subway mosaic yeah. I, I guess the thing that kind of gets me and it's a detailed thing is it looks like the small ones are just slapped on top of the big one. There's no, like, you know, when you look at the actual subway mosaics, there's grout lines, there's things like that. It's all one cohesive thing. This just looks like yeah. oh, I one logo slapped yeah. on yeah. a okay. pattern of small squares. Okay, yeah. No, no. I get. I, now I understand what you're saying, and, I, and I, don't, I don't disagree with you. And I don't like the bigger tile squares either. They look like scales for some reason instead of that. Uh, all right, then Red Bull's got a really weird... Like somebody got colors mixed up in a wash yellow thing for their home jersey? That's their home. This is their home jersey. That is their home, electric yellow. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's a partnership with a sport, a luxury sportswear brand, Daniel Patrick. Um, Red Bull doing Red Bull things. Oh, you know, they, they have no... I mean, they have blue and yellow in their logo, so I mean, it's, it's at least it's on su- point. But. That, that red checkered jersey is so sweet. Why that isn't their home? Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, they they went through the the whole bit of having like a gray kit for one cycle, just so they could flip flop and have red be their away and white be their home. Sort of, I'm not sure why. Mm. And then they, of course they haven't stuck with white. Now they've got this other thing, but I'm not sure what, what the plan was. They, whether they gave up on the plan halfway, but you know, they uh, may be going to that thing where you go. Your home for one season is the away for the next, and then your new one's the home again. Oh, that is one of their things, isn't it? Mm. Their whole organization, not just. 
Uh, Orlando got a very purple shirt with some gold trim and stuff. It's not very exciting, but it is interesting how plain and straightforward this is in comparison to their, uh, you know, wackadoodle rainbow gradient away shirt. So I like that. I, I think. That cream, that yeah, cream. that away shirt is still one of my favorites. That is very cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Philly got the new uh, camo in pastel someone, colors. Someone put a meme up of the Simpsons opening with the uh, clouds <laughs> on the side, and the colors are exact. And again, I just noticed the snake, their secondary logo is the crest they put on this yeah, shirt. That part I like. I like that a lot. I've always loved the coiled snake as part of a logo. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool. They have a great logo. I'll give them that. Yeah, well, they stole it from the U.S. men's national team, by they the way. Did. They did. All right, I'm going to say it again. I love it. I always love a Portland Timbers jersey, and I think this one's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, they do a good job. This yeah. is going to take a while to grow on me. I don't like you don't like the, the pattern? It looks too I much like a, like a sweater I, your grandmother would wear or something? I think I don't like the colors they've used. Like they've got like the, the whole, you know, that Portland-y green in the collar and the cuffs, and then they've got, like, I don't know, someone's shit curtains on the body and sleeves. <laughs> I think it looks like a lumberjack shirt. That's why I like it. Well, you know, more that, like a Scottish, you know, tabard, but whatever. But I'm sure the idea is the lumberjack shirt. Well, for the 2020, for the 2023 season, you could absolutely say Portland Timbers uh, for both home and away uh, do scream grandma's curtains from 1974. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both of them, most yeah, definitely it, the way it, ones for it's sure. Maddening. The, uh, yeah. The shorts, the back of the jersey is the right color. I just think the, they, they've got the color wrong. On the, yeah. Yeah. the rose one is terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, the rose one's dog shit. Uh, Salt Lake gets a yellow away jersey. It's got some sort of star sublimated design. Star or David. Ah. Because Utah is famous for its Jewish population. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Really, Star David? I mean, that's... it's a five-pointed star, yeah, or a six, six whatever, yeah, yeah um, six-pointed star. One, two, yes, yeah, six. Let's see if there's any. Yeah, they call it this... the beehive, the beehive state kit, but and oh, I, I guess it, that kind of yeah. It's gonna uh, have to be. I'm gonna have to see it in person because I can't quite grasp what color yellow this is. I, well, I can buy the beehive because the bees make use hexagons, so that's. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel really bad for the uh, the kids at, at teams that have to come up with the explanations for just some random Adidas designer going. I like this. This is cool, with no connection to the city or the team or anything. Uh, all right, San Jose is getting another blue jersey with some sort of like angled peak. It looks like it's got mountains in the design, which makes no sense for San Jose. San Jose Whitecaps. Oh, right. I forgot about them. And then the, the uh, much-anticipated, highly rumored, and uh, predicted Bruce Lee kit for Seattle. Their red away kit. And uh, it's interesting because... I, like the outrage in Seattle over this shirt <clears throat> on a few different levels. The sponsor, because it's a, a Catholic-based uh, hospital that won't provide certain services. I think there's some question as to whether or not there's some cultural appropriation going on here with the Bruce Lee Dragon stuff. I think it's a really kick-ass-looking jersey. Uh, so if anybody in Seattle got one for free and doesn't want it, want to send it to me, I'll take it. This is a better Dallas Burn jersey than the Dallas Burn jersey. Well, does the dragon make sense? 
Like if you had done that with the 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 Islamico horse instead, is the is the could hey, you have Bruce done that? Fire, okay, and it's the, yeah. and it's red, black, and another color that's not wasabi green. Yeah, and it's got stars on it. What do you think, Buzzard? I really like this one. Yeah, but then I like Bruce Lee, so it's not you know. I, I, I can understand why their fans are like, well, it's way off of our color scheme or whatever. Cultural appropriation, not that I never buy that crap. I mean, you can honor someone's culture without appropriating it. I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, Bruce Lee did establish like his first schools and stuff in Seattle, so it's not like it's out of this world. He's you know? buried there. So yeah. yeah, I mean, if they don't like their sponsor or whatever, that's not my problem. But uh, I think it's a really great kit. I mean, it's fantastic. We talked about Kansas City. Uh, St. Louis, we've, we talked about that when they first showed it off a while ago, the two-panel I, I think it's a good looking shirt. Jersey's gonna come out. Uh, what? The away jersey the comes out tomorrow. Oh yeah. Do we yeah. have any idea? Is there any been any leaks of it? Uh no. Um, they they're they're putting out stuff that's saying it might dro- it might break the internet. No. Well, that's that's a bold. Uh, it's called the spirit kit. And what is up with these MLS clubs popping up and just acting like they've been around since the beginning? Yeah. What is such Spirit of St. Louis, I guess. Whatever. Is it going to have a plane on it? Is that what Wright Brothers? Is that what Spirit of St. Louis? Yeah. I just can't wait for Austin fans going, oh, those stupid St. Louis newbies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Noobs. Yeah. Noobs. Uh, Toronto. Yeah. You know, it dawned on me today, Buzz, this new Toronto home kit with the gray um, uh, hoops reminds me a lot of my favorite FC Dallas jersey that never was the prototype kit that I actually own the yeah. long sleeve with the gray and blue hoops. Um, I love that shirt so much, and that's what this reminds me of. Right, right. Holy that's crap! A- I just saw the Vancouver kit for the first time. Yeah, so this came out today. The new home Vancouver kit, which looks like an old Chicago Fire away jersey with the uh, blue. No, no, this is consistent Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah, but the red is. on the hoop. The that's what it is. Sure the, that, yeah. Okay, that's what's confusing me is the red uh, hoop on the top and bottom of the blue panel. Because I yeah. own the I own I own the throwback they did a couple of years. The first time they did this uh, blue hoop when it had the sky blue inside of it and it had like the, the navy blue floppy collar. I mean, they've always had red. They've always used a red number on the kit, which really pops and looks good. Yeah. But it's weird to include it in the bar because now it looks like a fire jersey. Yeah. yeah. Although the fire don't use that jersey anymore, so whatever. They can pick mm-hmm. it up just like Kansas City no, picked the, up. The fire don't really use Oops. red anymore. Yeah. So there's I mean, a the few... new one's got red in it, but yeah. yeah. All right, so there's a few left that we haven't seen that we'll talk about next week. But overall, I think this has been a pretty good year for uh, kit updates. We've and I, and I think we all have to celebrate that the league and Adidas have gotten away from trying to make everybody the same, especially on the away jerseys in terms of colors and stuff. Yeah, there's hardly any white kits left. Oh, except for Dallas, who gets a white kit. Well, I mean, <laughs> now it's unique. Like four or five instead of like the whole league, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's been funny uh, seeing uh, the kind of take on fans outside of MLS. You know, because it, it's always especially in a world cup year people talk about oh you know the templates are always so boring and people and this is partly because you know mls has its own designers it has uh, adidas north america working on it people saying well why does mls get all these really cool bespoke jerseys or even if they're really shit they're still bespoke jerseys but you'll see like half the premier league are going to be in in plain templated things yeah. that you can buy off the team wear store 
Yeah, that is that that is a significant. I don't think people in the United States understand the advantage, you know, some of the benefits they get in this league in terms of jersey design because I don't think everybody really pays attention to the fact that most of the teams in most of your favorite leagues just get really, like you said, Dan, super plain stuff. Yeah. I well, mean, if they're sponsored by Adidas, their stuff's coming out of Germany. Who are uh, more concerned with Juventus, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Arsenal, Ajax? You know the the likes of that. Yeah. Instead, you get the North America design team, and you know, with it being the the you know the whole single entity thing, if FC Dallas didn't have the the MLS Adidas deal, they'd be buying what. Uh, Stano or some shit that you see on a Sunday league pitch off off a rack because they're going to take the least hit they can because they don't sell a lot of jerseys. Yeah, I mean, if you're into variety, then MLS appeals to you because these teams don't have a hundred years of plain red shirt to be fighting against. You know, whereas if you look at any of the main, uh, the large, big historic English clubs, you know, red jersey, white shorts, black socks. Doesn't matter what they look like. That's Manchester United. Right, Chelsea blue, blue with white socks. You you can pick out any team in the Premier League, and I and I or someone else can pretty much tell you exactly what the pattern is for their kit because for a hundred years it was just a red T-shirt, right? So if you like these weirdness, you're going to get more of the weirdness in this league. I've been pushing back against that. The thing that annoys me the most about MLS is that the FC Dallas jersey every single year is completely different. It's like there's no consistency at all in what the home jersey is. So you can't just look at a jersey and immediately know who it is. That drives me crazy. Well, now your problem is is that your you at your uh, MLS Next team, which is a different brand, you yeah. can't it's you got to like pay attention as to which team you're looking at. Yeah. Like I, if I show you a, a you know, a, a off-white baseball jersey with black pinstripes or sorry, navy, excuse me, I didn't get that wrong. You, you know it's a Yankee jersey, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing in any sport. You can pick out these traditional classic jerseys that are 100 years of old that are amazing and that everyone knows what they are and they're the un- number one selling brands in the world. And, I, and I'm always going to say that if you're trying to build a brand that gimmicks don't work, it's like build a great main jersey and stick with it. And nobody in MLS does that except maybe the LA Galaxy since they rebrand with their white. They might be the only one. I mean, Possibly. FC Dallas had a, a pretty solid they did look that was individual for a minute and then they ruined it i mean they were the only team that you could look at their awake at and know who they were from a distance i mean i would have told you the solid yellow of columbus told me who they were but then now nashville copied that so it's not as distinctive as it was but hmm. you know orlando's got the solid purple okay credit to them actually for sticking with that you uh, know you mean uh you mean charlotte away yeah well some people can copy them but mainly i'm talking about the home look you know, you want to roll into your home stadium and have an identifiable look so that when my your 12-year-old walks into the game, he knows which team is, he's rooting for. Because look, like, look at it now. It, let's say you're at a D.C. game, and D.C.'s in their white, pink flower jersey, and they're playing Miami, and Miami's in black. And your casual fan's going to walk in, they're going to go, oh, D.C.'s in black. Well, yeah, you'd think so. Right, nope. No, D.C.'s in the pink jersey, and Miami's in the black. Hmm. That's what I mean about... Now, I know you want to do it once. I get that. But that's what I mean about the consistency of branding. It's not a team in MLS that's cornered the market in really you know, maybe Portland, <laughs> maybe Seattle. A couple, oh, you know, the big, the big, huge, massive, awesome brands that everybody loves. LAFC saw black, LA saw white, Portland saw green. Seattle's got the green and blue thing. I mean, identifiable, right? Everybody else doesn't give a shit. Can't tell who they are. Changes all the time. That's my take. 
Uh, yes. Uh, I am glad that the club finally, after all these years, is uh, embracing the old original brand because, you know, for for there is a percentage of the fan base, uh, us, I think, are probably the focus of it, that really care about the brand, the burn brand and the Islamica yeah, horse yeah. and the electric legged flame vomit icon. All of that stuff is really important. And I, and I think using the flame... Uh, uh, vomit flame is cool because that was the one thing that was the only element that they carried over to the FC Dallas branding that tied the two things together. And I always thought that was cool that they took an element of that and made it the birthmark on the, on the bull's head. As much as I don't like that crest, I've always loved the fact that they yeah. uh, did carry that over. And you know, when I did my Huntsman logo, I used a variation of that. And it's like, a, it's an important piece of the iconograph. uh, Iconography, whatever that word. Iconography. Iconography of this club, uh, and so I think it's good. I just, I love the idea. Like Dan said, I love the idea. I just don't like the ex the execution. Yeah, it's as, typical as Dallas. It's the to. good concept, poor execution. You know. Oh well. Uh, kudos to them for trying. Uh, have we literally spent an hour doing kit talk for an hour? Yeah, Steve's um, actually like lost it at this point. <laughs> yeah, no way Davis is listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be nice to skip on the camera. Uh, all right, uh, all right. So we'll uh, buzz. I've posted the pictures of the both home and away and the goalkeeper jersey from yep. the '98 national Japanese national team, and tell me those are not glorious. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're in all shapes. No, no, they're not just pretty good. They're amazing. No. <laughs> I like the Japanese kit with the dots on it. That was my favorite one. Okay. They usually have really good kits, though. They Japan do. Does, yeah. All right. Let me go back to the run sheet. Uh, yeah. We actually have on the field stuff. You went to practice this week? I did. Yeah. It was gorgeous. God, it was so good. Yeah. And by the way, I would like to point out uh, that there have been four days of training we could watch this spring training. The first Friday they opened, there was two days the second week then they left and there was one day this last this week so that's four total days maybe we'll get one or two days tomorrow that'll be next week that'll be exciting so the most important thing that happened in training this week was that i asked coach nico estevez if in the future i showed up at a camp in a different location could i come to training and he said yes we opened up almost every training to media and coaches to come watch so you would come, be able to come to pretty much everything. Huh? I know. I didn't want to say, well, that's not what I was told, but. Yeah, uh, you're still going to get told otherwise. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So he, I specifically asked him if, if he would let me come, and he said yes. So I said, great, groundwork's laid. Next time I'm coming. So there's that. That's exciting for me. So what do you mean, like going to Spain? Or you mean yeah. like showing up on Thursday instead of Tuesday no. up in Frisco? Well, not not Frisco. But if if they go to a camp in, um, you know, next year, if they go to Arizona or they go to Florida or if they go to wherever, he said I could come. New Zealand? Yeah, he said I could come. So I'm excited. All right. So I may not get as much access as I have in the past, but he said most everything. So that's great. Because that's the only way it's worth doing is if I can come to pretty much everything, you know how that goes so that's very exciting i need to hire paparazzi to be there when the confrontation happens <laughs> oh yeah well he said uh, i i will f i do find that this year already i can definitely tell a difference with coach in terms of like his willingness to be like this is the way it's going to be done i think he kind of that first year was like okay you know i'm taking notes 
we're going to just get through this season. And then now he's like, he's realizing that basically he's in charge. You know, something I tried to get Lucci to do or try to explain to him. He never understood that like, you're the man, dude. It's not, I know there's other divisions in here, but that's not how it works. This is a professional sports team. You know, it's whatever you say, period across the board. So I think he understands that. And, and I, probably it's very European in some ways in terms of soccer, that maybe that's why Lucci didn't get it coming out of the academy. But there's things that are small that are changing rapidly, and I think that he now puts himself forward. It's not a big change, but it, I think I can notice it already, which is. All right. Well, since we wasted everybody's time for an hour talking about kits, can we just uh, run through the, yeah. the the practice and roster stuff you want to talk sure. about real quick? Sure. Yeah, there's four positions I want to talk about. Um, the first is nine. Um, they definitely, Nico said Number that they definitely nine. are in the market for a nine. They're for sure trying to get nine. one. Um, because as is quite obvious to everybody, uh, as, as much as interest as you have in Milato as a potential player in the future, he's not played at this level at all. And that he's kind of in the book at 20 years old of this train with the first team play with North Texas for the most part, obviously when he's not in the 18, which for his, for his case early in the season until they get another nine might be fairly off and he's in the first team, but it's not necessarily with a plan. If you know what I mean? So they're actively looking for a nine. Second position is center back. Um, he's, he's very happy with the three starter grade players. He has Martinez, Nicosi and, um, Ibiaga. He said that hundred percent Nicosi has taken a step forward from last year, that the step that he said that he needed to take. So that's really positive. And it, it makes me lean towards Nicosi getting the open day start, but we'll see more next week based on how things develop. Um, the other two guys, Nolas, Nolan Norris has definitely moved up in the, in the pecking order in the sense that they know they can actually rely on him now at this level. But he and uh, Corsa are definitely the, the project players, and I would imagine that both those guys, at least at the start of the season, will play with North Texas more often than not. Uh, left back, obviously, Farfan is the answer. Um, the question at left back is Parker. And uh, Coach said that they have not yet decided whether – it's more valuable to have Parker here to spell Farfan and give him time off, or if it's more important to send Farfan to another club on loan, um, not North Texas. I don't think that, that sounds like that wasn't necessarily what they want to do other than maybe using him, you know, when he's not playing for the first team, if he's on 18 or something, they would probably put him in North Texas. But so that one's still up for debate. They're still trying to decide that one right back because of, um, Imato Amasi, Imos dropped some weight, by the way. He looks thinner to me. I thought he was a little top-heavy last year. Um, in muscle mass, actually, he looks better to me. Um, he and Giovanni Jesus are the, are the two guys for the first team. So Colin Smith basically is going to go on loan. Um, again, they don't like necessarily putting him back in North Texas, but he's definitely going to go on loan, it sounds like. And those are the four positions that really have question marks or, or about who's going to make a roster or not going to make a roster. And Herbert Indelay is being signed or has been announced now. So that's even another body at right back and right wing. Again, he's deep on the depth chart and will play with North Texas probably more than anything else. But that's really squeezing out Colin Smith, who absolutely needs a loan now badly. So that's pretty much it for who's going to make it, who's not going to make it. So I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to ask me about training, but those are the main things. No, I I just uh, – did you see anything good during training that you want to – like anybody looking super hot? Like um, crap? Anybody well, catch your eye? Any of the kids? Passion looks pretty bright. Um, I watched Brandon Cervania play as a six because Facundo had a little knock or something. Not a big deal. He was training on the side, no big deal. Um, that was kind of interesting. That underlines the fact that there's too many um, 
eights and not, you know, that that he would be the guy they would shift over. I think it actually makes some sense. He played six with the U twenties um, back in the day. So, hmm. so that's that's, you know, they, but they left Siki at the eight and moved him. So that's you know, hmm. um, Paxton looks pretty bright. Um, I'm I gotta say, I, I saw a picture of Paxton the other day. I'm starting to worry about him. Between the way he's wearing his hair and that mustache, he's starting to look like a bank teller from 1981. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, it's funny how looks you. come back, yeah. right? Like yeah. nothing ever really truly dies. Eventually, every vibe and look comes back, and he yeah. certainly has captured that one. He reminds me of like a 70s, you know, bounty hunter kind of vibe. <laughs> but he looks pretty bright and active. I really like what he's looking like, you know. Right. Um, yeah, nothing really earth-shattering other than that. I mean, those roster developments are pretty clear, and there's definitely some still needs on this team, you know, at this point. Um, the dude from coming in from Palmares, his name is Henry. He's been reported Henry? a bunch of times coming along. Yeah, the, based on my convo with Coach Estevez, that's a North Texas player. I don't think that's that's not a first-team player based on what he said. Um, so I, I we need to see the official news from FC Dallas, of course, about which one he is. But um, I don't because I I mentioned him in the Cinebrack discussion, and it never his name never came up again. It was not like oh we're looking for that guy to get here. It was basically like he's like oh no, I got my five and that's it. So um, and then off field news: Tariq Scott has a uh, ACL MCL tear, which is oh. both sides, which is awful. Nine to twelve months out. So the season's gone. Well, that shouldn't know. surprise anybody that has seen the clip yeah. of the incident. Cause well, we were pretty sure that's what it was, but it was, you know, we didn't have that. We Sometimes you have to wait for the club to officially say that, but I'm we conjectured the, that's what it was. I'm surprised the kid doesn't need knee replacement. That was so violent and so awful. Yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, the double is tough, but, um, you know, modern medicine is amazing. So, um, and he's uh, a kid, know, right? He's young, he'll, you know. He'll fast. Uh, you know, you never like to see these things, and you always worry that it could be really bad long term. But you know, he should be able to bounce back from it. But you know, when you're talking nine to twelve months, oh Dan, that's much better in the Japanese thing. When you're talking nine to twelve months, that's like this. Even if you were to come back at <laughs> nine, that's like just back into running at nine. That's not able to play. So it's going to be a whole year for sure. So that's a roster spot that kind of opens up basically. Well, what D- Buzz is talking about, which is confusing all the pod listeners that don't have the benefit of vis- of seeing our group chat, yeah. I have been posting the pictures of the 1998 Japanese national team uh, goalkeeper home and away kits, which I think are the greatest kits of all time. Dan has upped me with, I don't know, which one is this? Uh, they did a throwback in 2017. Yeah, I like okay, that. Okay, this better. is good too. But what this yeah. is missing is the really cool flame sublimation that Buzz, I don't know if you can <laughs> see unless you zoom in on the picture in yeah. both the white and blue 98 kits. I see, oh, it's good. I, yeah. I, I. I, I can I can one up you on that one, and that's actually in, and that's not sublimated in turn. That's actually built into the fabric. It's like I stitched like, into the fabric. It's really cool. Yeah, no, that is good. That is good. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's exciting. All right. Uh, hey, uh, that is nice, Dan. I like that the long sleeve version. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention is the She Believes Cup is coming to Frisco. What game? Wednesday. When is that game? Wednesday, uh, doubleheader, Canada versus Japan at 3 p.m., and then the U.S. Uh, play Brazil at 6. And they uh, beat Canada tonight 2 nothing. so... Uh, okay. Oh, one final thing from training is Coach was very clear that there will be a whole lot more movement between North Texas and FC Dallas this year. I'm oh, again, part of the problem <laughs> last year with Pamanuka. And 
it helps when the two yeah. managers like each other are on the same page and, and, and willing talk to talk to each, to each other. other. Yeah, right. it's yeah. not I mean, getting all dialed in on playing the same system. You know, having players uh, be able to move back and forth. Yeah, so good stuff. Go. And I have confirmed that photo is Eric Dade. Yeah, that's uh, who I thought it was. It is. You're right. It is. But for whatever reason, for a second there, I thought there was another guy. And then I, I'm 99. I'm 99.9 percent sure that is Giovanni Savarese trying to it defend is. Eric it is. Dade. Yeah. Oh, Eric. and there's a little bit of an academy shakeup. Um, the the guy that was the U19 coach, John Gall, is now going to be assistant for North Texas. So that means, uh, based on what I can, is that read, the Welsh guy? Yes. Okay. Based on what I can read, that means the 19 job is open. Um, and there's a rumor that there's another coach that might be leaving too, but I don't want to say who it is until it actually happens because it's just a rumor. So that might be two open spots in the academy, which should cause, cause some shifting around of coaching jobs um, as people move around or new people are hired or whatever. So just keep an eye. If you're into the academy, keep an eye on that. That can be coming. Hey, Plus Buzz, would you? Thomas Roberts is U19 coach. Yeah. Uh, hey Buzz, make the Eric Dade picture the chapter art or the uh, sure. yeah the episode art because the other thing I pointed I just recognized in this photo is Savarese is wearing Nike Tiempo moldeds and that's back at the old Giant Stadium on the old school turf. flat turf. Yeah, yeah, that's insane because Dade's wearing uh, nubbies, yeah, flats. like turf shoes, yeah. and he actually is wearing molded shoes on that flat turf. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the only pick I've ever been able to find from that game where they burn had those different color. And I only have one pick from the game where they wore that um, that throwback NASL jersey that I have, or the Bobby Ryan signed version yeah. of it. You know, this I have one pick of that game too. Peter, quick question: Is it not common to wear molds on uh, on that style of turf? No, that old turf back here, stateside at least, was always incredibly hard. Yeah, it's not like and now. That, yeah, uh, and, that's all we used to have molds for was was for turf. Now, now I'm talking about the same kind of mold molded shoes you would wear in grass, not the nubbies, not yeah, the little no, multiple. No, I mean, like yeah, molded molded plastic studs uh, as opposed yeah. to like the screw the old screwing ones where if you turned the wrench like an eighth of an inch too much, you'd yeah, those that's for soft fields. The moldeds yeah. are typically for your typical grass field. I would have never in a million years worn molded yeah. shoes on a traditional AstroTurf field. That would have just that would have been miserable. This is like the AstroTurf in your backyard where it's like a pool table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this okay. is this isn't this doesn't have the fill in it. This is the old school pre prior to a uh, second generation, you know, turf uh, that has the I was fill in it. Light sand and rubber crumb. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. no. This is literally like carp plastic carpet grass, oh, and it's like not even butchers. grass. It's okay, yeah. yeah, no. Like at the is... indoor stadiums, always have been around here, you know, like yeah, the, and then woods and stuff were always this crap too. Shag carpet. Yep. Yeah. Not even that. Yeah. Better than that. I can't imagine people played American football on that stuff and fell and got ground into it. Ugh. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that I just noticed that Savarese is wearing the moldeds in it, and that just seems ridiculous to me. But yeah, indeed. that probably also explains a lot about Geo. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. I love an hour of kit talk. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I'm also a fan. <laughs> Excellent. Third Degree, the podcast has been brought to you by Soccer90.com. Third Degree listeners get 20% off your order when you shop at Soccer90.com. You get all your FC Dallas. U.S. Men National Team, North Texas Soccer Club, international gear. They've got it all. Scarves, jerseys, T-shirts, more hats, anything you can want. 
Soccer90.com, code third degree, 20% off. Some exclusions do apply. You did well tonight, Dan. You performed very well. High standard. Okay. I think you get a solid 8.5 tonight. More Dan's good. Yeah. More Dan is always good. Thank you, buddy. Have a good night, Dan. Thank you. And Buzz, thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed the Kit Talk. Yeah. Oh, and Dan, by the way, congratulations, because once again, you hit it out of the effing park on the mock-up. You always do. Thank you. That Uh, really is your superpower. Yeah, we'll have some more fun with that next year. All right. Very good. And thank you, FC Dallas Curious fan. We'll speak to you next week on episode 199 (laughs) of Third third Degree, the podcast. Come back, Steve. Third Degree, the Third Degree Nerd Podcast. Third Degree. The third degree never again. The third degree, the third degree never again. The third degree, the third degree never again.